not all franchisees are created equally. Many don't do any due diligence before they buy a franchise. Well, well, some franchisors will argue. This is America. With freedoms and rights come responsibilities. Buyer beware. Due diligence is the buyer's responsibility. I don't totally disagree with that, but I prefer the community. Franchisors, franchisees, and of course, vendors work together for the good of franchising. In other words, the community must embrace responsible franchising and insist that it occurs. Welcome to the Franchise Hot Seat Podcast, where we talk about all things franchising. Now, here's your host, Dr. John P. Hayes. Does responsible franchising exist in the United States? Not quite, but we're getting closer. This is part one of my podcast that examines responsible franchising with a focus on selecting the right franchisees. Recent social media posts by the International Franchise Association announced the franchise community is collectively responsible for protecting the franchise model. I think everyone in franchising agrees that's true, but responsible franchising, some are calling it responsible development is a topic that the franchise community has not openly embraced historically, at least not in the United States of America. The European Franchise Federation, the British Franchise Association, have ardently promoted responsible franchising going back to at least the 1980s, which was when I started interviewing franchisors and franchise leaders internationally. Many members of those international associations frequently chastised American franchisors for selling their brand's master licenses for hundreds of thousands of dollars when most of the master licenses failed. Failure didn't occur because the brand didn't work. The brand worked in the United States. It just wasn't ready for international expansion. And Americans were tagged as greedy for taking money that did not lead to positive results. Of course, failures exist in the USA too. Failure is the major fear that keeps people from buying franchises. In every one of my How to Buy a Franchise seminars and in the classroom at the Titus Center at Palm Beach Atlantic University, I emphasize that not all franchisors are created equally. Some do a better job of franchising than do others. I think it's fair to say that some are more responsible in the development of their franchise networks than are the others. Some brands are better developed with a history of success. The training and support that they provide, it's more effective. And the franchisor has people in place who know how to teach the system to franchisees. Sadly, that's not the case among the others. The franchisors who either simply don't have enough experience to know how to develop networks successfully, or perhaps they don't have the money to build out their systems, or hopefully not, but it's possible, they are selling franchises for as long as they can profit by it. And that's not going to do the franchisees any good. In an environment where prospective franchisees complete their due diligence, the others are easily discovered and avoided. But not all franchisees are created equally. Many don't do any due diligence before they buy a franchise. Well, well, some franchisors will argue. This is America. With freedoms and rights come responsibilities. Buyer beware. Due diligence is the buyer's responsibility. I don't totally disagree with that, but I prefer the community. Franchisors, franchisees, and of course vendors work together for the good of franchising. In other words, the community must embrace responsible franchising and insist 
that it occurs. So it's good to see IFA and many franchisors currently promoting responsible franchising. One reason for this current level of interest is looming franchise legislation. It has the attention of franchisors. It's possible the new legislation could destroy franchising. It would also mean financial devastation for countless communities and states that benefit from the financial output of franchise businesses and for the people who work diligently to build franchising across the country. At this point, all the communities of America need to raise their collective voices and protect franchising. But this must begin feverishly with franchisors. In a media post by Matthew Huller, president and CEO of IFA, he included four core tenets of responsible franchising, as explained by Aaron Harper, CEO of the rapidly expanding Rolling Suds franchise brand. Harper was recently my guest on the Franchise Hot Seat podcast. You'll find my interview with him on the Franchise Hot Seat channel on YouTube. Harper advances four tenets of responsible franchising, all of them aimed at the franchisor. The tenets are, number one, setting clear expectations. That is, the franchisor sets expectations clearly for a franchisee or a prospective franchisee. Number two, capital adequacy. Can the franchisee afford to invest and operate this business? Number three, choosing the right franchisees. I'm going to come back to that one. And number four, sustainable growth. I'm in agreement with these tenets. I think they create opportunities for developing responsible franchising. But I'm afraid franchisors will continue to fall short in one area, particularly choosing the right franchisees. I say that because I've seen for more than 40 years how some franchisors sell franchises. I know how they select their franchisees, and it's very often irresponsible. It's primarily the franchisor's responsibility to choose wisely when selling or awarding a franchise, but too many do not. And many, maybe most, of the troubling issues that pop up within franchise networks where franchisor and franchisee disagree, these issues occur because the franchisor chose the wrong franchisees. In part two of this discussion, I'll tell you how we can fix the problem. Thanks for tuning in to the Franchise Hot Seat Podcast with Dr. John P. Hayes. Tune in next time for more conversation around all things franchising.